Hello and welcome back. I should be welcoming myself back to the daily study of the way of mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend. And today we continue with lesson 10. The way is easy and without effort. I've been uh, gone for the last at least month or so uh, in the summertime with my family and the kids being home. It's uh, been a little bit more challenging, but today's the first day of school. They're back, baby. So we are getting back into our routine. We're picking up with section four. We're starting section four, recognizing the presence of Christ within. And Jeshua begins, yourself, with a capital S, is calling out to be recognized for what it is. An awakened master, the presence of Christ in you that would inform every step, inform every decision, inform the quality of your perception, inform the very nature of your forever expanding transparent consciousness. For it is your consciousness alone that can reach out and embrace all created things until you literally realize that all things have arisen from within you. That's a pretty dense and powerful paragraph that when you're just kind of reading the text, it's easy to, okay, I kind of get it, let's just keep going. And let's just look at a few of these things. Can't emphasize enough, the capital S self is, is the impersonal Christ wave in the ocean of love self that you are. It's the soul self, the higher self. It is the extension and essence of God, the divine, capital L life itself. That's what you are, the consciousness, this awareness that I am. Yourself is calling, not the small self, which is the ego, the personal, the me, 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 me. Yourself is calling out to be recognized. That word recognize, recognize, to re-know. This work is just about, it's about waking up. It's remembering. So this is a process of remembering who you are. You're an awakened master in truth. We move through this veil of forgetfulness when we incarnate in a body. And now we have the joy of waking up and remembering. We're not actually going anywhere. We're not getting to heaven. We're always in this state of consciousness and this energy field called heaven. So we, we are already an awakened master. We've just forgotten. A part of us has forgotten and we are remembering. That's what this work is. The presence of Christ Christ is not Jesus's last name. It is the Christ consciousness. It is an awareness of the divine in and as all things. The presence of Christ in you that would inform every step. See, we spend so much of our life trying to, the me, 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 trying to figure things out with our brain and our intellect and our strategies and our coping mechanisms. And, okay, what do I need to do next? And what's on my to-do list? And what'll make people happy? And how do I get what I want? That's the me, me, me. We're trying to do it all, which is why whatever we try and do from the small self, it never works because the small self is all about lack and limitation and separation and scarcity and not enoughness. That's the nature of the ego, the tiny mad idea that somehow I'm outside of God and I'm, I'm, I'm missing something. But the S, the cat big, big S self is whole, is complete. It comes from abundance more than enough. It comes from wholeness. It comes from the power of creation. It comes from joy and love and being of service. That's the presence of Christ that would inform every step you take. You don't need to know a million miles down the road. 
if you are still, be still and know I am God in the midst of you. If you are still and you listen and you're just present, you'll be directed. You'll hear a voice in your head that is your own voice, but it sounds like a different voice, but it's your own voice, the voice of the Christ in you. Go here, do this. What's And you can ask, what's the next step? And be still and listen. It will inform you. Every decision you need to make. We get so mental with our decisions. Pros and cons list. Let's, you know, what's the risk of this? And let me think about this and analyze this and, and ask a million people what they would do. Just be still and the still small voice inside. The Christ presence will inform what is the best decision for you. And it might not be logical to the world. It might not be a decision that your friends and family and colleagues understand. They think you're crazy. But your heart is saying, go here, do this, quit, you know, leave your job, start this, do this workshop or this training or move here. And even your own logical brain is like, that doesn't make sense. Why would I do that? That's such a risk. I don't even have another job. Why would I move to the city? But your heart is like, move here. Something's calling us. The presence of Christ within you will inform the quality of your perception, how you perceive the world, how you perceive yourself, how you perceive others. It will inform the very nature of your forever expanding, transparent awareness, consciousness. For it's your consciousness alone, because that's what you are, right? Jeshua says, I don't remember what lesson, you are consciousness, the awareness with the power to choose where you put your awareness. That's what you are. You're not a body. You're not a history. You're not a past. You're not your past. Your consciousness alone that can reach out and embrace all created things, because consciousness is one tapestry. It's one thing. There's oneness. You're connected with all things until you literally realize all things have arisen from within you. Now, our brain doesn't, my brain doesn't understand this. Wait, what do you mean? All things have arisen from me? What am I, God? I don't feel like God. But but that's because we're operating in a consciousness of separation, that there's God, there's me. And to say I am God is blasphemous. Who do you think you are? You can't do miracles. You can't you know, do the supernatural. That's what we've been told. That's what we think. But we're identifying when we're identifying with this separate self. Of course, no, we can't do any of that. But Jeshua is, is inviting us to open to a, a bigger consciousness, a bigger awareness. He continues, that is how big you are. That is how grand you are. Why? Because that is all that you are. You are the ocean from which waves and waves of dimensions and worlds have risen. That mind with a capital M, that mind is what you is what you are required to let be in you, even as once it was within me as I walked upon your earth. Do not make it difficult. And it's not difficult. We make it complicated. The ego makes it complicated. This idea that we got to figure it out or do the right steps or pay for something to get us to figure it out. No, it's so simple. It's closer than your breathing, nearer than your hands and feet. It's right here. It's not hard. That mind, Christ mind, God consciousness, get out of, get out of the way. Surrender a little bit of control. Have a little humility. Ask to be led and to be guided. Ask to be an instrument, a channel. Then it doesn't, then it, like, this is how simple it is. When you are an, a channel, when you are open, when you have the humility to be open and say, God, my only desire is 
divine love, life, source, universe, whatever. My only desire is to be what you created me to be, which is an extension of you. That's it. I, and you are love, unconditional love. I am unconditional love, meaning loving without any condition needing to be different. I love it. In the book Awareness by Anthony DeMello, he talks about this idea of unconditional love. Like a tree. The tree does not offer its shade only to the nice and the good people and withhold its shade from the evil or the sinners or the bad people. No, it offers its shade unconditionally to all. The lamp or the sun does not offer its light only to the good, well-behaved people. The saints, no, it offers its light and its warmth and its energy to everyone, regardless of what is deemed good or bad. That's unconditional. This is what we are being invited into because this is what you are. But we make it difficult. We're always analyzing, evaluating, judging, withholding our love, withholding our, from mostly from ourselves, and we project it out to other people. But this is what's available to you. Jeshua continues, whenever you hear of a teacher teaching this or a teacher teaching that, ask yourself this, do they offer me simplicity or complexity? Do they offer an ordinary piece or must I have several trappings around me? Do they give me complex meditations and prayers and things to do? Or do they simply remind me of the truth with a capital T and ask me to rest in it? Will they tell me that I need to go on a thousand pilgrimages? Or do they remind me that when I make my cup of tea in the morning, heaven is present? If I will remember who is making the tea, Christ is. Beautiful. I love this. I love simple. You go on social media, you go on the podcast, you go to the bookstore. There's so much complexity around God all these different modalities, all these different teachings, all these different rules, all these different techniques and things you got to do to get there. I've said this before, and I don't want to keep saying the same things, but like I, I, I really I, I value and appreciate the work that Dr. Joe Dispenza does. It's great. And part of his meditation work is like this meditation where you're squeezing as tight as you can your pelvic muscles so that the spinal cord fluid can move from the base of your spine all the way up into your into your skull and the movement of the cranial fluid starts to rock or vibrate your pineal gland the crystals in your pineal gland to activate your pineal gland i mean fine maybe that is part of a process but is that the way to get to god like give me a break do you have to say certain words to get to god you don't have to get to god because god's not out there your wisdom your intuition your heart it's your consciousness it's the i amness that's why i love this teaching it is the most simple empowering teaching there is it doesn't say what you should and shouldn't do. It doesn't say don't eat meat or eat meat. It doesn't say don't do any of these things or do all these things. It's not complex at all. It is the most simple thing. And then our brain tries to actually make it complex. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do anything. And Jeshua keeps saying, do these teachers, are they reminding you? Are they empowering you? 
that's one of the things I love about Panache Desai. He's another teacher. Like his message is very, very simple. It's like, chill out. You're already right where you need to be. Stop trying to get anywhere. Rupert Spira, same thing. It's like consciousness is what you are. The, the, the simple teachings, Eckhart Tolle, the power of now, it's right here. It's nowhere else. There's nowhere else to be. Ram Das, like these teachers, right here. Heaven is present right here in your tea, in the teacup, in you, in the tea kettle, in the tea leaves. It's all, it's an awareness of the allness. So just notice what teachers you're following and how you feel when you follow them. Do you feel empowered? Do you understand the message? It's it, it, it's simple message. But you know what happens? The ego likes to complicate it for several reasons. One, because our ego thinks that if something's hard and then we do it, we've somehow, we're worthy or we've achieved or we've overcome or we figured something out. We're special. We're different. We're better than we than we were before. We're better than other people who just don't get it or who can't do these steps like we can. Our ego likes to complicate things for that reason because it's in lack and it's trying to be better. And also to keep this stuff hidden from you, the more complex it is, the, the more hidden it seems. Oh, there's a secret. The ancients knew this secret. You see all this stuff crap on Instagram of like the ancient texts and what the ancients knew. And it's just right in front of us. If it's not simple, for me, I don't, it just doesn't make sense. Because why would God be hidden? God's not hidden from you. He continues, be therefore not distracted. For in the end of this age, there is coming forth a whole smorgasbord of those who profess to be teachers of enlightenment, who will guide you into all knowledge. Look carefully. Do they demand of you that you follow them? Do they demand of you that you give up your own discernment? I'll just keep going. Or do they ask you to look deeper within? Do they ask you, what are you feeling? What do you think? What do you want to do? Are you willing to accept responsibility for the effect? What do you believe? What do you want? You are free. I am equal to you. I am just the role of a temporary guide for you, and someday you will be far beyond me. Are your teachers, the people you are following, the books you are reading, is that their message? Jeshua saying, it's so simple. If you're following anyone who's demanding or saying that you need to do their formula to be enlightened or to finally have the secrets of the universe, you got to follow them. Don't don't go within to yourself, but do this with these people say, run for the hills, he says. Run for the hills. Or are they bringing you deeper within yourself? Because the kingdom of God is within you. Not the small self within you and your consciousness. Ask yourself these questions. What are you feeling? What do you think? What do you want to do? What is your heart calling for? Are you willing to accept responsibility for the effect of what you're choosing? 
instead of blaming any teacher that's blaming anything. Right now, there's so much crap. Um, that's a judgment of mine, but there's so much crap on social media about this is spiritual warfare. You think Jesus, Jeshua, the higher consciousness, there's no warfare going on. There's no battle. There's only a battle in duality. There's only the good versus evil in duality for ones that are not awake, for ones that don't really know what's going on. And Jeshua here is telling you, you know. Because when there's good and evil, there's a force other than love. There's a force other than God. You're giving power to ignorance, fear. You're creating your own experience by what you focus on. And you, you have the freedom to focus on whatever you want. Last paragraph for today, Jeshua says, how do they speak? What do they teach? Is there fear filtering into their words? Do they believe that they must teach you to control the forces of nature, the forces of the mind? Do they teach you to protect yourself against evil? There are many who profess to be teachers of enlightenment, and there will be many more. When you hear these things coming from them, turn and flee from their presence, for you do not need them. You are already beyond them. And if you don't resonate with a teaching or you stumble upon something and they're saying the right things, but they you can feel like a lot of judgment or anger or which is which are all forms of fear and they might be saying the right things, but you just feel their fear. It's an teaching will not serve you. You do not need them. You're already beyond them in this teaching. You're on less than 10, you're already beyond them. Even if they, you know, what I've seen, people who speak with so much conviction, like conviction, Jeshua's words, this teaching, and a lot, like again, Rupert Spear, Eckhart Tolle, Reverend Michael Beckwith, they speak from a knowing, but not this like conviction that they're right and you need to be right with them and agree with them. There's not that kind of energy. It's a different, it's a, it's a softer, a love, a knowing, a sharing. How do they speak? What do they teach? Is there fear in their words? You'll feel it no matter what the words are. Are they teaching you that you have to control the forces of nature, the forces of the mind? Control, control, control. Do they teach you to protect yourself against evil? Like there's a power out there that can get you. So you got to protect yourself. Energy protection. That's so big in like new age healing worlds. You got to protect your energy because there's entities out there that are going to try and get to you. Again, when you are just in your light, when you are relaxed with an open heart, you are safe. You're not at risk. You're not in danger. When you're in your heart, when you're open in your heart, that's the most powerful place you can be in. And that doesn't mean you become a doormat either, because that is coming from a place of fear as well, of uh, underlying belief. You're not good enough. You're not worthy. You're not of God. That there's something outside of God that can get you or take you over. There's so much talk about that stuff right now in the spiritual New Age places in Social media. There's teachers all over the place. And a lot of them sell hope. Well, I'm going to sell you the way so you don't feel afraid. 
I'm going to sell this to you. Come take my course. Come do this. I'm selling this to you so that you don't feel afraid. They're just selling the same thing that advertisers and big pharma and all these other things are trying to sell you. Don't feel afraid. Don't feel less than. Don't go within. Look outside. Keep looking outside and get this and buy that and do that. It's in the next thing just around the corner. I promise you. It's in the next course, the next pill, the next job, the next raise, the next big house, the next whatever it is. We'll take care of you. Give up your agency. Give up your sovereignty. Give up your your logical brain and follow us. We'll take care of you. Whether that's a real-world belief, like a real-world teaching, here, we'll take care of you. Give up, give up your agency and sovereignty. We'll, we'll, we know what's best for you. Or if it's a spiritual teaching, give up your agency. I know what's best for you. This teaching is the best. Does Jeshua ever say that? Not one second does he say that. It's all the kingdom is within you. Go within. You are divine. You have your own wisdom and answers inside of you. Keep following that. Keep going within. Don't follow me just to follow me. Use your own discernment. Never give up your own discernment. That's what Jeshua is saying. You're already beyond them. And that's okay for you to, for you to open up to. Even if you don't feel like it, it's okay. You're, you're studying a, a beautiful teaching here. And you don't have to, hey, it's all, you don't have to study this stuff. Test it out. Experiment it in your life. If what Jeshua is teaching is resonating for you, mean, meaning it makes you feel empowered. It's not always convenient. It's not always a convenient teaching. A part of you might want to argue with it. A part of you might not like this teaching at all because it challenges, it really challenges and questions so much of how the world operates. So this isn't a teaching to make you feel good necessarily. Your brain might want to argue with this teaching because look who's to blame. All these things are to blame. Look at all these things. I'm not worthy. I got to do these eight steps to, to, to eventually get to worthiness. And Jeshua was like, nope, it's simple. It's right in front of you. It is the very nature of what you are. Slow down, relax, breathe, go within. See that you are, see this, what I'm teaching you. Test it out. Notice how your thoughts, your belief systems, you just experience that. That's it. That's, your, that's, that's how we go through this life right now until we wake up. That your, your perception of life, which is most likely colored and influenced by your parents and your culture that you chose at a soul level to come here and learn through, by the way. So you're not a victim to that. But just notice how your perceptions of the world are influenced by your mother and your father, your caretakers, your culture, how you view money, how you view success, how you view uh, sexuality, how you view worthiness. All of it is colored. It's the it's like the rose colored glasses or whatever color glasses that you're wearing. And the more we wake up, the more we go within, the more we shed and unlearn the things that we learned. We we consciously choose for ourselves what fits for us versus a dogma or a rule or a standard or an expectation that's given to us. You are free. You are free.
You're not obligated to your parents, to your culture, to a God. What teachings are inviting you to to this level of awareness? It's beautiful. So first day back in a while. I'm glad to be back. Again, this this whole work, this podcast, this teaching, it's about repetition. Repetition, repetition, repetition. It's okay if these are not new concepts. It's not about the new. It's about hearing it over and over and over again and then starting to apply it in your daily life, starting to see and raise your awareness in your daily life so that you can experience it for yourself. The more that you have a direct experience and knowing, your consciousness begins to shift, to open, to expand. It's a beautiful thing. Your heart begins to open and expand. And you become a more loving presence for yourself. And then it's just naturally expressed in the world. All right. Love you guys. Have an awesome day. Uh, if you get value from this podcast, please give us a good review or like, subscribe, share with someone. If you thought of someone during this podcast, share it with them. Um, send me an email. Let me know you're listening. That you're on the journey. Hello at revelationbreathwork.com. I would love to hear from you just saying hi. And we'll see you next time. Have a good one.